Slapshot Regatta, welcome back to another shortened edition of the Slapshot Regatta podcast, playoff edition. Uh, week one, round one of the playoffs in the book. Uh, so, today's episode, i uh, just going to give my thoughts real quick on the two games that went down this past weekend. I'll uh, give a little farewells to the two teams who were eliminated. Uh, and then we will have the Final Four on briefly to, you know, preview their games, um, predictions, you know, see what players are looking for, what matchups they're, they're hoping they can exploit. Uh, and then we'll do our classic playoff Jeopardy game first, myself and Pat Clark with a uh, celebrity guest host. Uh, so all that is coming. Uh, shouldn't be too long. But uh, to start, just just a quick little recap of, of what went down, um, you know, which was very surprising. Um, both matchups kind of uh, out of reach pretty early on. Uh, start with Cole and Big F's matchup. Um, obviously, Cole jumped out to a little bit of a lead on Thursday night with Cooper Cup's touchdown uh, and never looked back from there. In the one o'clock games, he had Derrick Henry, Tractor Cito. We know that guy's built for this time of year, and he delivered a huge performance, two touchdowns running all over the Jaguars. Uh, no one even looks like he wants to tackle that guy. Um, and then the hit, the hits just kept coming. Uh, Amari Cooper uh, has been so solid all season. Uh, he he came up clutch as well. Uh, Dalvin Cook obviously did his thing. And then um, for Cole, obviously on Monday night, Lamar Jackson finally back to uh, that Lamar magic that we saw last season. Uh, so that could be real crucial for him, for him moving forward if he can keep that going, um, running all over the Browns, throwing some touchdowns as well. Uh, and then for Big F, uh, like I said, slow start on Thursday, and then really just never got going. Um, obviously, the two Packers running backs didn't end up working out as Rodgers threw most of that game. Um, and it was pretty pretty out of reach early on. Uh, had a, a risky play at flex with DJ Chark. Threw up a dud. Uh, Travis Kelsey did what he could, but just a tough loss for Big F. Kind of story of his season. Um, you know, obviously he gets that nice payout for points four, but just a couple tough breaks this year that he was never able to to bounce back from. Um, kind of all season long, he was just trying to get into the playoffs because, you know, that roster, obviously most points in the league, that, that roster was, was putting up numbers this season. Uh, but when you have CMC go down, and then you have Antonio Gibson go down. They're kind of stuck. Uh, obviously, he didn't want to, but he had to take some risks, uh, which we mentioned the two Packers running backs. I think they only combined for 10 points or so, under 15. It wasn't great, um, but it was good Good to have Bostries back in the playoffs. Um, obviously, he's going to be disappointed by the result, but you're the Boz. We'll just say it's on hold. Not that it's over. Um, and then the other matchup, we had myself and Nicky O uh, Thursday. Nothing happened. Had Cam Akers on the bench. So obviously, I was already thinking the sky's falling. I'm going to lose. I can never set my, my lineups, blah, 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 the usual. Uh, but, you know, my boys delivered. I said I was expecting the wide receivers to, to carry me like they've been all season. And they did. They, they showed up. Uh, Keenan Allen found the end zone, had his usual 10 targets. Tyreek Hill, I mean, he touched the ball three times. He only touched the ball three times, and he put up, I think, 26. Uh, two of those touches went for touchdowns. Uh, so that's just what he does. Uh, but the big surprise was 
my running backs. Like I said, I had Akers on the bench, gave me 21. Drake on the bench was 16. But then the ones I started even delivered. Uh, Montgomery only had 11 carries, but when your first carry goes for 80 yards and a touchdown, you know, you'll take that 14 points on the first touch of the game. And then DeAndre Swift being back, getting in the end zone was huge. Uh, so, yeah, 160 points for my squad. Uh, they just came to play. For Nicky, you know, it, it was a very solid week for him, 130-plus. Um, Diggs is just a monster, Chubb, monster. Uh, just wasn't enough, obviously. Uh, so a bit unlucky uh, matchup-wise for him. But I would say his team delivered. Obviously, he had some duds in there with Zeke and Ingram. But uh, I don't think Nicky is going to be too upset with the performance of his squad. Usually 130 is enough. Uh, and it just up-and-down season for him. Um, you know, he's a name we, we typically do see in the playoffs in this league, former champion. Uh, so I'm sure he was happy in a pretty down year for his standards to sneak into that succeed. Uh, it's just a little payback from last year. Obviously, like I was saying, the roles were reversed last year. He knocked me out as a three seed. I was a six seed. So, uh, I would say overall, pretty good season for Nikki. Um, anytime you can get into the playoffs, I consider it a success. The only downfall, obviously, we know he was fighting for his life in slap shot. Um, so it will be the end of his time in this league. Uh, so we will need a new villain. I mean, he played that villain role great. Uh, he's such an asshole all the time. So that, that'll that be something we'll be missing next year. But, you know, we, we got some potential in a few guys. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But, Nick, I just want to say it's been a pleasure having you in this league. Um I don't want you to be too discouraged. You know, if you come first next year in Ropa, I think we can we can all agree to give you the call back up. But, you know, obviously some great memories uh, in Slapshot with you, with the, the podcast, um, losing your pick when you cheated. Uh, just an all-around great asset these past few years. Uh, so, Nick, on behalf of everyone, I wish you good luck in Ropa. Uh, make us proud down there, bud. Uh, yeah, so it's a little recap. Obviously, the Final Four is set. We have myself taking on the two-seed Chugs commissioner the reigning champ and we have yoni bops of one seed taking on cole team's red hot so we will have those guys on shortly to discuss uh, but for now i'm going to kick it off to uh our surprise host for a little bit of jeopardy see you in a little bit all right and we are back with another edition of Slapshot regatta jeopardy this is your guest host of the evening, Big Beef, and I'm joined with semifinalists, Big Ron and Chase Nicolosi. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I want to congratulate you both um, on advancing to the next round of the playoffs. And Chase, I'd also like to thank you for allowing me to fill in for your host spot. For of Jeopardy. course, Pat. Obviously, I would love if you were continuing your, your playoff run, but I appreciate you stepping in for me here. It's okay, things happen, and we are just moving forward here. Got to keep spinning out content, regardless of how the team's doing. So, we are, you guys know how this goes, Uh, three categories. Each category has four questions, 100 points, 200 points, 300 points, and 400 points. I tried my best to make these categories even, Um, things that both of you um, should know, for the most part, I think. Um, but I guess we'll find that out. Um, Just so, before in the LGC section. <laughs> there is no LGC. I will say the categories are 
famous Temple University alumni. It's not necessarily sports or anything. It's all all kind of over the map. Gotcha. Um, Family Guy, which is just a classic show that I think both of you are pretty big fans of, um, as long as myself, which made it easier to make up the questions. And then, obviously, third one, kept it fantasy football related. Excellent. Um, so, Big Ron, you had a bye last week. Uh, you and the Chugs are the higher seed. So, the board is yours, my friend. Hey, I appreciate it. I am going to go with... Let's go fantasy football for 100. Fantasy football 100. Okay, starting out simple. So, this player leads the Baltimore Ravens in both targets and receiving yards. And this is just up to date. So, yes, last night's game obviously goes into effect in that, just for the record. I made these this morning, not not any earlier. Who is Hollywood Brown? That is correct. Well done, Big Ron. Thank you. Thank you. 100 points. That's your boy, Big board. Uh, no, I was kind of pissed off, and I actually found out that stat. <laughs> if I didn't have if I didn't have managers and he didn't uh, just kick me in the balls every week, I would have probably said him. <laughs> I think, I, dude, I think I would have said Sneed. I would have said Sneed there, so I'm glad I didn't take that question. I was about to. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, between like Mark Andrews and Hollywood, I, I that would be a tough one. But okay. Uh, Chase, board is yours. Um, I will stick with fantasy football. I'll go fantasy football for 400. Why not? All right, hold on. I got to update the score real quick. Sorry. Okay, fantasy football 400 going big. This kicker currently leads the league in made PATs. Made PATs? Yes. I'm going to go with uh, my quarterback's kicker, Mason Crosby of the Packers. That is correct. Very well. Very impressive. I thought that was a tough one. That's why I put it at four hundred. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't sure that was correct. I know I answered quick. I just know. Uh, yeah. Um, I had him. I started him for a while, and it was it was nice because he was putting up decent weeks, but he was not kicking any field goals because they score touchdowns every time they're in the red zone. So. But was it a pass? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. Like. Like I, I was every time they'd be in the red zone, I I didn't have Rogers, so I'd be like, all right, let's go. Crosby's gonna get a field goal, and then they just score. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got like, I think he's got about fifty, might be like three more than Bucker or something. Be um, but very good guess, well done. Thank you. Um, both you guys using using your roster to kind of help help get the answers. Yeah, there, so that's good. True. Um, all right, Ronnie, back to you. You're down four hundred to one hundred right now. Look it up. Let's do some fancy for three. Fancy for three. I like it. Okay. This player currently has the second most rushing yards for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, God. Hey, how am I supposed to know that? Um, Gaskin's probably one. It is Gaskin season. Would it be like that Ballers Ballers Bowl? Is that, your, is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say the fucking dude. Yeah, I think he played one week. But yeah, I'm going to go with him. Uh, that is incorrect. Incorrect. Cam Blige, uh, actually. He's on the Chargers. Obviously, man. he was with the Chargers. I don't know if he started. I don't think he started with the Dolphins. Oh, wait. He was. I'm thinking it was Tom. Never mind. All right. That's okay. 
So Chase, uh, steal over to you. Um, I'm I'm tempted to go with Fitzmagic, but I just don't think he played enough games. So I'll go with that new uh, Ahmed. I don't know the first name. S Ahmed. Uh, that is also incredibly <sighs> close. Ahmed was third. Fitzmagic was fourth. It was actually Matt Breda snuck in. Uh, oh, really? oh didn't wow! Seem like he did much. Yeah, didn't seem like he did much this year, but he was right behind Gaskin season for for rushing yards. I mean, he played like one week. Yeah, I thought he was hurt for a while. I didn't. I didn't even think about him, but that's a good question. Yeah, I I, uh, I was kind of surprised as well. All right, Ronald, back to you. No harm, no foul. Oh, come man. on. I get my turn skipped? What? Oh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. You're right. Back to you. I'll but finish out. I'll finish out the category. Football. I believe that's for 200. Okay. 200 for fantasy football. Um, although, although this defense ranks third in fantasy points, they lead the league in defensive touchdowns. Lead? Oh. Earlier in the season, this was the Colts, but... Washington just had two. I'm just going to stick with my first gut, which was the Indianapolis Colts. That is correct. Very well done. Bro, literally going against the stats department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you had to you had to have that as a category. I feel like that's, that's tough. Stats department. Stats department. All right, so we're done. We're oh yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just want to clear one thing up. I don't. I'm not the stats department. We have a, we have guys for that. Yeah, very true. true. All right, so fantasy football category is wiped out. The score is currently big round with 100. Chase was 600. So, Ron, you're going to have to step up probably in family guy, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah. But the boys are serious. All right, give me fans for 400. Fans for 400. This character used to be employed as an auctioneer. Is that your final answer? Doesn't sound like that was too good to know. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just trying not to win. I think Grease Step Def Guy got yeah, auctioned yeah, once. Yeah, give me that one. I think he got auctioned. Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to catch me. Was it Pugeman? Was it Pugeman? No, incorrect. Chase uh, I'm I'm just going to guess Quagmire because he talks fast, but I don't know. That is incorrect as well. It was actually Cleveland Brown. Ah, that makes sense. He's got like the nice silky molasses voice. If you if you remember, there's actually I think only one scene that ever references it. Um, he used to be an auctioneer, and then he gets hit in the head with something. That's what slows down his voice. <laughs> he used to talk really, really fast. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Hit in the head during an auction, and, and his voice turns to what it is now. So I do know what tough you're talking question. About. Um, so you could. Obviously, have to see that episode and remember that cutaway. But, yeah. Also, if this is Family um, Guy, like past season six, I'm screwed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I got checked film, but, but uh, I looked some of these up online and they came up for like Family Guy trivia. So I, I think uh, it's not like I'm coming up with one. It's like super random. Cross reference. Yeah, that's a fair question. I should name. Yeah, that that's a very fair question because it's okay. a main it's a main character so too. The board goes to Chase. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, temp- famous Temple alumni for 400. 400, okay. Um, sorry, I wrote these really small. This American musician, Thomas Wesley Pence, is better known 
by this stage name, which was chosen due to his childhood fascination with dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Sorry. Yeah. This American musician <laughs> named Thomas Wensley Pence is better known by his stage name, which was chosen due to his childhood fascination with dinosaurs. With dinosaurs? Um... Musician. I don't know. I don't want to take up too much time. I'm going to say Hall Notes, even though that's, I think, two people. Wrong. I, that's a great guess because I love Hall Notes. And they went to, I know they went to Temple. I thought it was going to be like our friends. Like. This <laughs> <laughs> American musician whose name is Thomas Wes- Wesley Pence, which it doesn't really mean anything, is better known by his stage name, which was chosen due to his childhood fascination with dinosaurs. Yeah, skip. <laughs> All right, sorry, that, that one was probably too hard. Can I have a hint? It was... Uh, uh, okay, I probably should have said, instead of musician, maybe DJ would have been better. Nah, just tell us. Skrillex. Did you guys know Diplo? Yeah, that's it. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Like for like a yeah, semester, right, or some shit. I don't know, dude. Wikipedia doesn't give me the details. He's soft, but good, good, good <laughs> I question. Just, I was just picking out. I was just picking out people that I knew. All right, uh, Ronald, to you. Um, fans for three hundo. Fans for three hundo. In one episode of Family Guy, we find out that this is Meg Griffin's full first name. Is it my chance to steal? Yeah. Uh, I feel like... I feel like just saying something that could be short for Megan can't be it. I'm just going to guess... Uh, Margaret. No. It is actually Megatron. Um, <laughs> Dude, I knew <laughs> When she was born, uh, Peter, Peter takes the birth certificate and erases A-N of Megan and writes in Megatron. That's exactly what you're talking about. And then then whispers to himself, robots in disguise. (laughs) That's pretty fun. (laughs) Oh, man. I I made these too hard. All right. No, that's all right. They were were Kate last week, so. Whose turn is it? It's mine. I'll I'll keep it with uh, FAMO for 200. Yep. Uh, This is the name of the street that the Griffins live on. Oh, fuck. Living Quahog on yeah. in Rhode Island. On the name of the street, I'm not going to get it. I'm going to guess Poughkeepsie Street. As incorrect. The Gron? <laughs> Steel? This is, this is where my time to shine, and that is 100% Spooner Street. It is, in fact, Spooner Street. Spooner well, Street. Man. Thank you, sir. I did watch enough fans to remember that. Not yeah. fucking Meg's first name. <laughs> yeah, dude. I haven't, I, I, I haven't watched fans in a lot of years. Oh, you guys are missing out. Good show, though. It's a good All show. All right.
Big Ron with the 200 spot puts him now 300 points behind. So you can make up some big progress here, Ron. Boards back to you. Give me that uh, TU talk for 300, then. TU for 300. This fictional TV series character has a degree in social work from Temple University. That is incorrect. Fictional TV show character? Yes. Has a degree in social work from Temple University. Tina Fey. That she's not a fictional TV character. Oh, you want the character's name? Yeah, if that's your guess, though, that's still not right. Liz Lemon. Yeah, I don't think she went to Temple. Incorrect. I don't think. I just think it she's is local. Toby Flenderson from The Office. Oh my God! Really? Oh, oh, oh! You mean on the show, or you mean the actor who plays Toby? No, like no, no, no! Not not the actor who plays Toby, like Toby. Oh, like hanging up Toby. in his office. It said like on the website. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Toby like how the the therapist in Always Sunny has LaSalle. He's like, what is that an Italian yeah, dish? So we'll we'll see if Nickio gets that one. Maybe he'll. What's Dennis Reynolds? What's he have from Penn or something? He's got Penn, and the therapist uh, on the know. when the gang gets analyzed, the therapist is LaSalle. He's like, "What is that? An yeah. Italian Italian pasta dish?" <laughs> I misunderstood the uh, question. I don't think I would have gotten it anyway. Yeah, I guess maybe social work was the kicker there, but even that, that's tough. I All right, think I would have known I'm gonna that. go. I'm gonna keep it All with right. uh, Temple alum 200. I need to. I, I'm ice okay. cold right now. So yeah, these I made these too hard. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um. Though not his claim to fame, this Temple alum can be heard as the narrator of How I Met Your Mother. I hate that fucking show. Yeah, I've never watched it. How I Met Your Mother. That's one with, like, Neil Patrick Harris. Um, the dark-haired guy. I don't know the dark-haired guy's name. I don't think he narrates it anyway. I know it's wrong, but I'll just say Neil Patrick Harris. As incorrect. God damn it. I'm going to go with this. Uh... I can hear his voice. I don't know his name. It's the black hair guy. Uh... Yeah. Uh... It's a real weird name. I- I'm not going to be able to say it. Oh, Ron, I thought you were going to get it. Wait, give me a second. It's a. Uh... Ba, 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 ba. Punch my computer screen. No, I'm not gonna be able to guess it. God damn it! I need to watch that show. What are his initials, man? Actually, Bob. It's Bob Saget. Oh yeah, I knew because he's in the last episode. And he like. I don't know if he is. Yeah, I should have. You know what? He narrates. You know what? Every single episode. I should have gotten that. That was that was a good question. I should have gotten that right. All right, so we are down to the $100 questions for Family Guy and Temple alumni. Dude, I, for a second, I didn't, even, I didn't even put Temple and that together for that question. I was just like, who's that, who's that random ass dude? I wasn't even thinking Temple. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if you guys would know, like, just <laughs> if you ever, like, talk about famous Temple alumni while no. you're at Temple. Well, I, I do know, know the answer. I, I know, know the I do know the answer for the $100 question now. Well, are you... Is it no, Ron's up, but I'm, I'm going to call my shot. Oh, it is okay. my turn? It's your turn, Ron, but I think I'm up by 300 anyway. 
Yeah, so uh, what do we have? Fans for what? Fans for 100. Fans for 100 and Temple for 100. But you're down by 300. If, Ron, if Ronnie sweeps these two, like, guess this, and then steals mine, I haven't got a question right in so long that I'll, I'll get, I'm, I'm not even claiming the win. Are we recording right now? Yes. Okay, okay. so, Ron, you picked Fans for 100. Please, sir. This is the name of the bar that Peter and the gang frequently attend. Uh, it's the, uh, the claim. I will allow it. Oh, wait, that's the what I, would, I was going to say. Correct. I was going to say the claim, too. God damn. It, no, but they call it the clan. They, they always call it the clan. What's the, what's, the, what's the actual answer? What do you mean? The drunken like clan. The one I, yeah, I didn't hear yeah, you. Yeah, I wrote down the drunken clan. The drunken clan. Got it. Drunken on, clan. I didn't hear you yeah, say yeah. that. Okay, well done. And then the strip club in town's called the Fuzzy Clan. Um, <laughs> good job, Ron. Actually, yeah. Oh, that's good. That show is classic. All right. So I got uh, 100. So goes to Chase. Do you want to guess? You said you knew the answer, the 100 Temple alumni? Uh, yeah, but does it count? Do I still get to hear the question after? No, I don't. Just read it. Just read it. I'll tell you if I had it. This, uh, you did. This Temple University alumni was the host of Kids Say the Darndest Things. Oh, the guy will have a butter bar. Um, <laughs> Bill Cosby. That is correct. I thought I was going to say Kevin Hart. People always go Kevin Hart for a famous alum. And I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Booze. Uh, he knows why, because of Bill Cosby. He knows why. All right. Whatever you guys say. Um, all right, so I got to take a little bit of the blame for that. I don't know how enjoyable it's going to be to listen to you for everybody. Um, <laughs> seems like those questions I made were a little too difficult. I thought they were good, um, Big F. Don't be hard on yourself. No, they were good. I, I, I should have I known more of that. People think, it's so an e- it's people think it's an easy gig hosting, man. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have them a little harder than, than, than lay off. Who wrote, so, than who wrote than the note? Like, I got gotcha. you. Huh? Like who wrote the note? I got you. I no, I thought you did well. Uh, 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 I agree. So yeah, Chase, congratulations. I think for semifinals, it's what ten point uh, advantage to start. Yes. Yeah, I was told five. That was yeah. for the first round. Well, so yeah, quarterfinals. So, this round yeah. it was ten. So yeah, that's so, big. Bumps up um, to ten. So congrats, Chase. Thank you. It's gonna be big for um, me. Thank you both for playing. I enjoy talking to you guys. Have a great night. And love you guys. All right, Big F, I appreciate appreciate it. it. Ron, I genuinely mean this. Good luck. Chase, I do as well. Best man win. All right. Peace out, boys. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the peace. All right, now we are joined by the owner of the Fabs, the number one seed, Mr. Dan Trotten. Dan, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Chase. What's going on, Flapshotty? Of course, of course. Okay, so talking matchups, obviously. Uh, so obviously, this past week you got to sit back and relax, as you did have the bye, um, and you got to see Cole. You know, Cole put up a lot of points. Uh, obviously, won his matchup against Big F uh, as the fifth seed. Uh, so we got the fifth seed versus the one seed coming up. Uh, first, I just want to say, what if anything did you see out of out of your guys uh, this past week that has you either looking like trending upwards or downwards on any of them? So, obviously, the biggest thing with my squad was Josh Jacobs just fucking with the whole fantasy world and trying to tell everybody he wasn't playing and then suiting up and, like, 
like I was saying, I, I mean, I was at your house. We're sitting there watching. I'm like, dude, if I was in a playoff matchup right now, I would be bugging out. Right. But um, obviously, I could sit back and relax and watch him play. He didn't have the greatest day, so even if I ended up benching him, um, it wouldn't wouldn't have been the end of the world. But like I said, that that was that wasn't ideal. But having the bye week was even more clutch, though. Right. Kamara starting to catch passes again. Huge. huge, even though it was against the birds. Uh, my boy uh, Brandon Ayuk, who got me to buy, staying hot uh, with a nice sixteen targets. And Debo getting hurt. Yeah, Debo getting hurt. Yep. I mean, who knows if that's going to be good or bad? But either way, it's going to be targets all over the place for Ayuk. And then um, Drew just scored as well. Yeah, I just saw that. Kyler. Um, Hasn't been back on track yet, and he plays the best defense in the league this week. So that's, that's big facts. Him. And then uh, Terry. Terry and I, I, my receivers, Terry did nothing, and, and Deontay got benched. So, I mean, it's, it's question marks. But like I said, the Fabs are due as fuck. So. It's true. So, so, yeah, I mean, think about it. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, start off, you started off hot this season, um, and we're kind of the one-two seed for most of the year. Um, did so well in the beginning and even the middle parts of the season that even though sputtered a little bit down the down the stretch, you still were able to get that one seed. So it's been a few yeah. down weeks in a row. So maybe it's now it's you know it's got its ebbs and flows. Maybe it's time you guys wake up a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, like I said, like you were saying, I, I had I went I was so hot early the season that even the the this end of the season, you know, tough stretch I've had, it, it didn't end up meaning anything for me, which is awesome. But, like I said, I need I need to, my guys to get back on track here. I had a couple of injuries that, like, kind of set me off the rails. But I, I still, I'm still confident in my roster. I'm good. Should be. You're the one seed. So, yeah. Now, we'll start with your, your side first. Just give me one player who's either matchup you like or just super confident in him going into this weekend where you can, you know, basically write in 20-plus uh, points for him. So, believe it or not, I'm actually real confident in my, my man Ayuk. I, oh, yeah, I get that. He's playing, he's playing Dallas' defense. is so, so bad. Like you said, Debo got hurt. so And, like, it doesn't look like Kittle's going to be back this week. So, it's just, I mean, there's not many other people to throw to there. And he's fast as hell. So, if they're getting the ball in his hands a lot, I think he's, I think he's primed to have a big night. So, that's all I'm looking at for sure. And then on Cole's side of things, uh, one one player he's got that you uh, you're a little worried about. So, Cole's squad's pretty stacked up. Um, he's got a lot of people. The obvious, obviously, Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook are just nooses. But um, the person who scares the shit out of me this, for this week is Cooper Cup because playing that Jets defense, like, I mean, obviously everybody's going to think like just run the shit out of the ball and, and control the clock. But if they come out and start throwing, I could I could be looking at like a 30, 35-point game from this wide receiver one, which would, which would kill me. Because, right. you know, he, you already know Derek Henry and Dalvin are getting theirs, and I can't have his other, his other key guys get like, blown up like that. So that's who's scaring me the most. Because, I mean, I go into the week knowing that Derek Henry and Dalvin are getting theirs. So it's, I'm kind of looking at the rest of these guys like, damn, I got to keep them in check. I got you. And as as it looks like right now, um, we do have some some Thursday night action with Darren Waller, who who's been solid all year. Yeah, so at least you'll get a, a oh and, and Jacobs obviously. So 
you'll have a yeah. nice gauge of the of the matchup after Thursday. But you know, thanks for coming on. I wish you good luck. Obviously, uh, going for your first slap shot, first slap shot title. All right, man. Well, Close last year. I'm getting back in the mix this, this year, so we'll see what's up. Well, I, I wish you good luck. Thank you very much, bro. Right. Good luck, boys. Okay, joining us now, coming off a huge win, uh, back-to-back huge weeks. Uh, his team is red hot right now. Uh, I think it was the name change, but we have the owner of King Henry's. It's Mr. Cole Costanza. Cole, what's going on? Snapchat, what is up, boys? How we doing? So another huge week for you, got for you. Um, obviously, always good to stay hot. Always good to win in the playoffs, especially when you're putting up over 150 points. Um, feels good. So first off, I want to say, moving past your your big performances past week, moving on to your matchup with the one seed, Mr. Dan Trodden. Uh, we'll start with his team first. Uh, switch it up a little bit. Looking at like his lineup, maybe because of a matchup or maybe just because of how they've been performing all season, who's one player on his team who you kind of have an eye on and, and are, are a little bit worried of a, of a breakout game for him? Yeah, so I actually had a chat with you this morning. We were talking about a little bit of this stuff, and the one thing I was looking at and we talked about was, um, I mean, it was, it was a little bit with the birds. It, he kind of gets the birds. He kind of got on track. But Kamara, um, I'm looking to see what happens with Breeze versus Taysom Hill because, I mean, as we saw all year long with Breeze, he is, um, you know, one of his main targets with the checkdowns and stuff like that and all those games he broke out. And versus, you know, when they have Taysom Hill, he doesn't do as well as we've seen. So, I mean, if he has Breeze back and, you know, they're playing the Chiefs and it's an absolute shootout, I'm hoping, you know, I can, if it happens, I can withstand it, but hoping, hopefully, but I hope he, you know, doesn't have one of those 40-point breakout games where he's just getting catches left and right. right. So There was a stretch There was a stretch this season where Alvin Kamara was 30-plus every week. The one, the one was a 40-point performance to come back on Monday night for Dan. So it all depends yep. on Breeze, obviously. That's a huge factor going into this week. Now switch on to your team. Who's one guy who you've already penciled in for a monster game this, this upcoming weekend? Um, yeah, I think the easiest one for that is, um, you know, my team name, Derek Henry, playing against the Lions, worst running defense in the league. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much hoping I can just, you know, pencil him in for a 20-plus point game, hopefully, and just he, he comes out like a monster like he's done the past couple weeks. Um, I think that's I think that's a, a fair assumption against the, the Lions, especially if they don't have Stafford. Yeah, yep, yep, exactly. So I'm hoping, you know, it's a similar kind of game script and similar kind of game as last week with the Jags. We'll see, though. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think Derrick Henry is rewarding you a little bit for the name change. But, yeah, another monster week. So. This is the time of year that guy comes alive. Um, yeah. I'm excited for you guys because you have two, I would say, pretty marquee players going uh, two nights from now, Thursday night. Always fun. We'll see uh, how you guys get out to uh, what start you guys get out to with Waller versus Jacobs on Thursday. But, Cole, I mean, you're, we're always used to, to seeing your name um, in the playoffs in the Final Four in this league. So congratulations again on making it this far, and, and good luck this weekend. Thank you, sir. You as well. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. And last but not least, 
myself, obviously facing up against the commissioner, owner of Chugs, Pat Clark. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a, a slobber knocker. Um, we had one matchup this season and we tied 135-135, came down to Monday Night Football. Tom Brady throwing that late interception. It was it was a wild matchup back and forth the whole day, the whole weekend. Um, so yeah, and the only other time previously, I think I did beat them, but both of our teams have changed a lot since then. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, it's always a honor to play against the commissioner of this great league. Um, and then some some of the same questions I've been asking everybody else. I would say on my side, um, my biggest worry, I would just say, is Keenan. Um, obviously, the matchup is unbelievably good against Vegas. Uh, Mike Williams, if he can't go, even more targets his way. Eckler's banged up, but what it comes down to is Keenan Allen's also banged up. Uh, he missed the end of their last game with hamstring and back injury. He already had a game this season where he hurt his back early in the game and didn't play another snap. Uh, so, short week, Thursday night. Uh, you know, he's been my guy all season long. So, if I don't have him at 100%, it could be costly. Uh, one thing I am super confident in, I got to go Rodgers. Dude's playing like an MVP. Um, even though Brady's got that tasty matchup against Atlanta, um, I take my guy Rodgers any day over anyone really right now. Maybe Mahomes. That's that's the only one I'd I'd take over Rodgers. But got Carolina Saturday night in Lambeau. I feel like he's gonna stay hot in that matchup. Give me another twenty five plus point performance. Um and then looking over on the other side of things, I mean Ronnie's got studs. Uh we all know he's got Brady, he's got Hopkins, he's got Jettas, um he's got Mandrews coming back. So you know overall he's got a, a good a good side. We'll see what he does with his running backs. But as crazy as it sounds, the thing I'm worried about is that Monday night Pittsburgh Steelers defense against Cincinnati. Um, Both times I've played them this year, Cincinnati's put up double digits on me, 17 one week. Brandon Allen was starting for Bengals. He was awful. He got hurt. um, And they couldn't move the ball against the Cowboys, who were just pitiful on defense. So I could see myself going into Monday Night Football, you know, if I have a lead, even if it's, you know, 15, 20 points, which would normally be pretty confident against a defense, I'm going to be, I'm going to be sweating. I'll need at least a 25 point lead going into Monday night to, to feel confident. So, you know, they're going to be sacking them like crazy and maybe get a, got to just keep them out of the end zone, but we'll see how it goes. Um, he's been top of the standings all season long. So should be a good one. Uh, I think we got uh, some good final four matchups. And uh, we will check in with the consolation bracket next week to see what's going on with those finals. Um, but so good luck to all you down there, um, and obviously good luck to Ron, Cole, and Yone, so you can get to the championship, uh, so you can be the next commissioner of this league. So that'll be it for this edition. Uh, I will talk to you guys on the other side. Peace out. All right, I am now joined. You can call him whatever you want. To, you can call him Ron. You can call him Chugsy. You can call him Pat. Whatever you call him, you better acknowledge that he's our reigning champ. Commissioner of the league, owner of Chugs. Ron, what's going on? Awesome introduction. my hype man, Ace. Appreciate it, brother. How you guys doing? Of course. Got to show respect. Now, I want you to treat this as you're talking to your chief of content, your, your podcast host, not your upcoming opponent. 
care. You got me. So first off, just last week, obviously, you got that second seed, uh, the all-important bye week. Uh, so you had some time to uh, just kind of kick back and, and casually watch some, some football. Anything you saw from your guys that either got you excited, good vibes, or maybe the opposite, bad vibes that uh, you got your eye on going into this week? You know, last week, I, I was saying the whole time, like, oh, I don't want my team to blow up in the bye. Like, oh, then they're going to, it's just a stupid way to think. Um, so I kind of just went into it thinking that whatever happens, happens. Um, my team put up a solid 121. I mean, throughout, um, everyone throughout put consistent points up. No goose eggs, no one or twos, which is always nice. Um, I just need my boy Beef Robbie to get a few more than eleven. And he I'll did. Be, he had like that fifty-yard touchdown callback dude, too. Dude, that was tough. I, yeah, I, that's, I think I, like thank God that's not that I wasn't playing at that time. That would have been a, yeah, hair the wall and pull your hair out way more than that exactly. And it wasn't like it was a hold. Like that dude just lined up incorrectly. So yeah, he's it, still it, a beast. That would have been tough, but uh, yeah. So I mean. I'm happy with what they did in the bye week, but looking forward to what they can do uh, this week coming up. Right, and, and no major injuries. I know Ronald Jones has the pinky thing, but I don't know how big that's going to be. And obviously you have to make decisions about who you're starting anyway. But going off of that, uh, looking at your roster, uh, specifically, it doesn't have to be a good matchup, but specifically looking at week 15 uh, this this weekend coming up, anyone you, you have basically already wrote in a uh, big day for someone on your team, or you trust one hundred percent to perform for it coming up this week. Um, this sucks to say, um, but with what happened this previous week to my uh, to my birds, I think my boy D Hop is just going to absolutely feast. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. We'll see what big play Slay has coming back. Well, um, practice report today doesn't seem too happy with uh, or too confident that he's going to be suiting up. Yeah, that's that's what I'm afraid of. Slash, um, unfortunately, looking forward to. So I really see DeAndre Hopkins uh, going hand bent, and my boy Chris Carson um, had a killer few first weeks. Got hurt, had a weird injury, and then came back and is just uh, owning that backfield, even with a few touches here and there. He's still getting high points. So I have a feeling he's gonna get a land against that tough Washington D. Yeah, maybe. Uh... Like you said, hard to run on that Washington D-line, but maybe some dump-offs, screen passes, stuff like that. He catches like a mofo out there. That's what I'm hoping for. And as far as Hopkins goes, I mean, I, I, I said it uh, in the second half of that Saints game. When you have uh, your secondary and you see their numbers are like 41 and 42 and 40, guys you normally see on kick return and, and kickoffs, you know you're in trouble. Like none of these yep. guys, none of these guys are wearing the right numbers. They're clearly not ideal starters. He's coming off an 11 target, 13 target back-to-back week. Yeah. I think he's going to be A-OK. I mean, I put him as my favorite player, second favorite player to watch in fantasy. So I'm going to be rooting against him heavily for a few reasons. But uh, I like like that pick from you. Um, Now, if you flip that to the other side, your matchup, the Sea Dogs. Anyone uh, anyone who you are particularly worried about going off this week uh, because of the matchup they're in? That's the thing, Ace. When I originally looked on here, I saw, like, I went to week 15 last week. Like, I'm not going to play Nick or Chase. And when I saw your team, it just lit up green. Like, you know, like, great matches. I'm like, oh, god damn it. What do I got against this guy? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's crazy. It changed a little bit now that I'm looking at it, but not much. Still very, very, you have great, you have great um, competition to go against this week. But who I'm most scared about. And you didn't even have him in the roster originally. I was pumped. Cam Akers. 
Yeah. Wow. Wins that backfield. The Jets are stinky. Goff's feeling it. Rams are feeling it. I'm very, very nervous. He's going to put up a weird 25 point week. Yeah, that was uh, the uh, the case of me just having Benny Snell in my roster and not knowing what to do with him last week. So I was like, I'll just pick up a different running back. Luckily, he 29 carries he got. So we'll see. Hopefully that Jets game doesn't get out of hand like the Seahawks did and they bench their starters. But No, I mean, hey, he's getting the touches he needs. So I'm not feeling great about that one. So we'll see. Uh, like you said, um, decent matchups on my side, decent matchups on your side. I expect it to be high scoring, which I'm excited about. Hopefully no in- early injuries for any of our players, um, a- any bullshit like that. Nah, uh, yeah, let's have a straight, all full power, head-to-head, see the best man wins. I like it. Um, well, all right, that is it for me. Obviously, you have to stay on because we haven't recorded Jeopardy yet. But thank you, as always, for stopping by and uh, talking, to the, talking to the league, Kamish. Hey, always appreciate it, Chief of Content. You had a uh, unbelievable year putting out the, the uh, content that we needed in this 2020 where everyone's pretty goddamn bored sitting in 2020. <laughs> you're, you're too kind. Thanks, Ronnie. So we all appreciate it. We love you. <laughs> you're the man.